If you're like me, you're an artist and entrepreneur. You've got big ideas, unique skills and services that frankly, no one else can offer the way you do. Yet you're probably still asking yourself these questions. How do you make money yet still have time to create as an artist? How do I run a business if my mind doesn't necessarily think that way? And how can I create a future that isn't dependent on me trading my time for money? Those are the questions we ask ourselves, and this podcast will answer them. My name is Nathan Freitas, and this is the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. Follow me as I demystify running a profitable creative business and empower thousands of other creative entrepreneurs like you to make money doing what they're meant to do and impact the world in the process. Let's rock. What's up, everyone? This is Nathan with the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. I've got Aaron Laughlin here sitting across from my coffee table in my living room. If you hear lawnmowers, you'll know why, because apparently <laughs> my whole street decided to either cut down trees or mow lawns today. So it was a, it's been a little noisy. Um, we're doing a quick uh, 15 minute day one launch episode. I'm excited to have Aaron with us because um, Aaron's a, a rock star artist, but she hasn't always been. Uh, she had a corporate job for a long time and, and, uh, with my intention of helping creative entrepreneurs not only run their successful businesses, but honestly, I think a lot of us kind of live, you know, we do the eight to five and we don't have the confidence or we don't think we have the skills to go and make a full-time run at it. And Aaron not only gave it a shot, but she's successfully doing it, also running some Airbnbs as well. Um, are you doing anything else that I'm not aware of yet? That's it. Those no? are my hustles. Hairstyling? No hairstyling. Does it look like it though? Yeah, it looks great. It yeah. looks great. How's mine? Perfect. <laughs> I was actually thinking about growing it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Perfect. Well, we're going to jump right in. Okay, let's do it. I want to I hear about your story. I, I think that's a consistent thing I've been asking guests. It's what defines each one of us and makes us unique. Um, tell me about your story from you know the eight to five corporate gal to... Artist. Artist. Painter. Yes. Um, so I was working in corporate. I had um, consulting jobs, but my last job was in healthcare. And it was a great company, HCA Paralon, here in Nashville. So kind of one of those things that everybody was like, what? Like, how are you? You're going to leave? You know, people really want that job. Yeah, HCA is one of the biggest healthcare companies here in Nashville. Yeah. So, um, but, and I, I'd, I'd only been at HCA Paraline for a year and a half. I'd, I'd been at Asherian before that, which is another, another big, massive one. Yep. big one in town that most people know. Um, and I had started taking a class at night for graphic design. Um, and I thought, oh man, after work, I'm so tired. I just have this routine. I do my dinner, I do my workout, and then I watch my mandatory two, three hours of crappy TV. How am I going to squeeze in this night class? Um, and it turned out that when I went, I was so energized on the nights that I had this class. And I was, I was like, wow, okay, I am so stimulated and I'm learning and, I'm, and I'm, my creativity is flowing and it's totally, I had more energy on the day that I went 9 to 9 p.m. because it was a three-hour class than any other day of the week. And so... So you had never painted before? Or well, you're not even painting at this I'm point? I'm not even painting. I'm not even painting at this point. I definitely always 
painted when I was young I painted and so did I yeah like you know your grandma takes you to your classes my grandmother was a painter so I had all the little watercolors and she got me little things to explore and I didn't I didn't go into art because I had a tough teacher in high school who was really hard on me and I thought I don't want to do this for I don't want to do this under pressure Mm. I don't want to be stressed about art I want to do this as a hobby it's not going to make any money that's the story I had it's not going to make any money. Nobody makes any money doing art. Where'd that story come from? I mean, the mantra, I mean, like starving uh, artists, you know? I mean, it, it's not even like it came from, it definitely didn't come from my parents or anybody telling me that. It's just like a thing out there that artists are starving. You know, it's like a societal thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all the careers you can be in, I would say art is the one that is known for like, you're not going to make any money. <laughs> Right. Okay. So I didn't pursue it. I just did it like for gifts. I just did it like a couple times a year for Christmas, whatever. Like a mug. Like a mug. (laughs) I would take on big projects. Like I was like, I'm going to make this gift out of love and I'm going to enjoy it. I love doing it. But it was like, I was drained from work. So I did, it's not something I did in the evenings. It's not something I can't say that I did that. I did it like a couple of times a year. Okay. So I start taking a class. I realize. I'm missing something critical in my life that brings me pleasure. And I start, I had already, I had thought for years that I wanted to be my own boss and start like some kind of business, but I hadn't really, I still had that like, well, well, it's not going to be a creative business because like, that's not going to be how I transition out of corporate, out of a corporate salary. Um, So I started thinking, okay, I'm going to start doing this class. I'm going to get into graphic design and I'm going to pick up clients slowly and I'm going to transition in this cushiony little way where there's like no risk. Right. Um, and then my company, um, HC Pearline, they moved me, they did a reorg and I was going to be moved into a different department. And if you work in corporate, when these kind of things happen, you know, there's a learning curve. It's like taking on a new job. You've got to prove yourself to a new boss. You're not taking any vacation because you want to like create a relationship and like Mm. build all that. And so I was like, oh my God, this is going to delay me. And I was like, I cannot be delayed another six months. I can't do it. Wow. So it was just the collision of pleasure and pain. I was getting so much like good reinforcement from this class. And then I was getting like, you know, my job, it wasn't like the worst thing that I wasn't like I was fired or something, but it was just like, I don't want to be in this department. I don't want to learn this new thing. I'm learning graphic design right now. And that's, and so I quit. I didn't have a plan. I definitely <laughs> didn't have a client base or like, let's be honest. I didn't have any graphic design skills. I take one class. <laughs> so it's funny. Cause you have shared this with me before, but for some reason, all these details did not sink in. I didn't, I don't think I've, I maybe haven't given you the full, the long story. Mm-mm. Continue. So, this is great. This is the long story. So, uh, I spent a year, I had enough savings to really frugally live on for a year, which you can do. Mm-hmm. When you're not working, you can make your lunch and you can drive all the way to the cheap grocery. And, um, so I was super pumped. I was like, here we go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do graphic design. I'm going to kind of also do event planning. Cause I had some, I had a lot of background in event planning and I'll, you know, design event invitations and I'll put on events and I'll do that. And I just, I sort of like flopped for a year. So I, it wasn't a group very super successful year. Um, I'm going to guess that that's pretty typical for a lot of entrepreneurs, creative or not. So at the end of the year, I said, 
all right, it's, I've got to look in the mirror and go like, why am I not being successful? And I know there are things I'm doing that I need to be doing that I'm not doing. And why am I not doing them? And I went to a Tony Robbins event Mm -hmm. where you spend... Why do you say it like that? A lot. Well, I know you know. Yeah, I I know know you know. I know it well. (laughs) I don't know how much you get to talk about that on this podcast. It'll come up a bunch. I'm sure it'll come up. Um, Transformation happens in these events. Immersive, Mm -hmm. Immersive amounts of time to sit and think about yourself and your why you're not doing things. And so I did that. And I realized that I had this story about art not being a way that I could make money. And I had a story that I wasn't going to be good enough because I didn't go to art school and I, I didn't have these, the right resources. And I was maybe even getting started too late. Um, a lot of I'm not good enough type stories around that. Right. And, um, I decide and I, but the reality is I wasn't that passionate about event planning and I wasn't that passionate about graphic design. I was passionate about art. Mm -hmm. So within that event, I committed and I resolved that that's what I was going to do. I was going to do art. I was going to go back home. This was after a year of being... It was after a year. Okay. So, and I did. That's what I did. I committed to it. And there was some transition time because I still had some events on the books that I had to do, which was great because that's money. Mm Mm-hmm. But even though I didn't come back and immediately just drop everything I was doing and just be an artist, I, that commitment, that resolve, that, that, that sort of the commitment to, I'm going to persist in this no matter how long it takes. And it's okay if a day goes by where I don't do art or I didn't do something on my art business. That doesn't mean that I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. You know, hmm. like I've, I made an internal shift. To that being on my identity, regardless of the fact that, you know, I was like, oh, my friends are going to be a little bit like, oh, she quit her job and then she was doing events and then now she's doing like, I knew, I knew what that was going to look like. And I was like, that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to persist. I'm going to, to talk about it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take step, little steps every week towards it. And, um, yeah, that's what I did. Wow. (laughs) That's really bold. Yes. And strong. Yes. And I say that not to, you know, blow smoke up your ass. Like it is. No, it's terrifying. Yeah. But as, as you talk, I can, f- there's a sense of, and you've seen it, right? You've seen people on stage. Yeah. At these events say one thing mm-hmm. and their body tells us another. Right. And as I sit here and watch you talk about it, I mean, obviously you are doing it today, but I can, mm-hmm. it's like you're going back to that moment and you're feeling yeah. that certainty. Feels good. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Now you're this artist. Let's mm-hmm. fast forward a little bit. Okay. Because uh, this is just a 15-minute segment. We're going to do another episode. We're going to yes. dig in to how you do what you do, what makes you unique. Um, but I, I do want to leave my listeners with a nugget here for day one launch. Cool. Um, so Aaron Laughlin. Yes. On this day, July oh, 3rd. Intense. 2019. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> what are the one or two things that... Um, have made you successful? So definitely my psychology. And I I feel like I just kind of talked a lot about that. Yeah. But it's every day staying motivated and not beating yourself up and confronting and dealing with your insecurities and putting them to bed. And those are the things that make me successful. Like hands down, you know, 
lots of artists do do art or, or want to be doing art and there's just so much vulnerability about putting something that you make out into the world and hoping people like it and then hoping they buy it and that is just psychology that is just about like do you want to do this do you you want to like do it or do you do you want to just sit around and like worry about it and wish you were doing it and think that your stuff isn't perfect and like get in your head about like well it's not ready yet this painting isn't done yet this this podcast isn't perfect like whatever it is that you're doing mm -hmm. you know did I hit the mic right. twice right uh -huh. <laughs> have I knocked the mic over during this podcast yes I have um, so yeah I think it's 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 for me psychology and then uh, if I had to say a second thing it would be marketing and smart marketing thinking about your buyer psychology and what they're doing and what they want and connecting with them. Um, not just kind of willy nilly with your marketing, but really thinking about your customer. Is there any, how did you learn how to market that way? Any, any particular person you follow or any books you've read? I, well, one of my jobs was marketing. So I did kind of, I did, I'm lucky I had that resource. I didn't go to art school, but I did do marketing. So I kind of had some of that going on, but I like Gary Vee a lot. Yeah. He's tough and no nonsense. Um, I think it's important to look into some people that do social media and do social media well and authentically. Um, I like Jasmine Starr and some people might be annoyed by her, by her or Gary Vee, but I like them both. Mm. Um, hey, like they're successful and they're doing it. So yeah, I mean, you're going to learn something from them. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for this uh, this 15-minute snippet. Yeah. Hey, so how do people stay connected with you? Yeah, um, Instagram. I am ErinElise.Artiste. Artiste has an E on the end of it. Erin Louise? Elise. E-L-I-S-E. Uh-huh. Lots of E's. Erin with an E, Elise with an E, Artiste ends with an E. Got it. That's so easy. Is it? <laughs> I think when you have to like say a paragraph to explain it, I think that's always really good. Right, right. Well, either way, it's going to be in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Make it easy. Great. Thanks for your time, Aaron. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Listen, I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can implement in your life or business immediately. But before you go, I've got one ask of you, and that's to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Help me help other creative entrepreneurs like you and I. And here's the deal. When you leave your rating, you'll win a 15-minute free consultative meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating, and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again. You rock.